Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Oh, man. What the hell is this stuff? Coronavirus issue? Let's see. Predict that some to... 40 to 70% of people around the world will be infected with the virus that causes COVID-19. He says, that does not mean we'll all have severe illnesses. You know, these articles that come up nowadays, this virus has been around for like, what, five five weeks now? And people in this country are now just starting to worry about it? You know, it's amazing because it, this isn't the only thing to worry about. There's also the super flu that's out there. God knows what allergy season is going to be like this year. And we didn't have any snow yet. But is this a cause for alarm? I really don't know. But I will say this, though. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. Hello, J360 Legion. How's it going? This is the J-Man, and welcome to episode 140. (laughs) Oh, man. It's good to be back. Uh, I've noticed that some of y'all have seen that this is a Thursday episode instead of a Wednesday episode, and, well, I gotta tell you, it was for a good cause this time, because uh, I went to go spend time with my pops. You know, every so often, like, when I get a little downtime, or a little wiggle room in between... I always go and spend time with the parents, you know, because I get the feeling like much like anything else, time with them is precious, like time with your family or your loved ones. That's always going to be precious to you. And you should um try to spend as much as you can because you never know what with all the stuff that's going on. And my dad's hitting 70, man. You never know. I, I hope that he lasts for a lot longer than that. But because, you know, he lives a full life. And I mean, the man did a lot. For you know, did a lot for me and everything, along with my mom, you know, and and some of you that have been paying attention to this show know the issue between me and my mom from time to time. But here's the thing: we managed to make some improvement because despite all that stuff that she did, she loves her son. And you know, I'll be honest: when I was a uh, when I was a preteen, I was kind of an asshole too. I mean, like you know, like when you really think about it, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta admit, like, spending time with him yesterday was actually really important. Needed it, you know? Especially as I keep going ahead and jumping into trying to make this into a full-time career and building J360 Productions, it's always good to really see, like, some people do have your back, you know? Because time after time, I do this stuff solo. Oh, no, the J360 team's pretty okay, you know what I'm saying? But after a while, it just shows what keeps you grounded. And from time to time, you know, spending time with the family is like that. Got to see my sister, too. She's doing all right. And my nephew's about to get hitched. And I'm sitting there thinking, gee, where has the time gone? As I stand there and hold my Krispy Kreme coffee in my hand, and I think to myself, yeah, everybody else seems to be pretty okay. And I'm about to graduate in May, and then soon enough be away from that lackluster day job. So, <laughs> things are looking up. 
least on this side of the spectrum. However, uh, mainstream media has found a new way to annoy the living hell out of me. You see, it's it's something like, okay, I know their job is to inform us. You know their job is to inform us. Though at the same time, I mean, that's got thrown to the wayside for more um, scandalous media and more, um, you know, some of the weird and uh, macabre kind of things, you know, because they need to be controversial about every damn thing that they talk about before we get to our first drug commercial or something that doesn't really benefit you. And then you listen to all the stuff that's going on regarding Democratic Party splitting up because Bernie's going rogue on things. And then you have uh, Donald Trump coming in and stroking his ego because we got to hear about that first before anything beneficial happens. The ones that really get screwed are the consumers, which is us. And you see this time now, because there's nothing else to report on regarding certain controversies other than that, we got to talk about the coronavirus. You know, and they're over there reporting it, like on MSNBC, because I had nothing else to watch yesterday. (laughs) So I decided to partake in some of that. All they kept doing was talking about, like, how, oh my god, we need a brace for it. It's coming here. It's coming here. It's already here. All right? It's already here. Like, right off the bat, some states are not as highly affected by it yet, but it's already here. Matter of fact, three University of Delaware students got detained for having it, allegedly, or showing symptoms, because, you know, it's supposed to be like, you're showing cold symptoms, but eventually your um, your throat or something like that will close. It'll, it'll affect your breathing pretty bad. And then, you know, you'll you'll die like that. Or, like, um, there's still that super flu that's floating around out there, too, which they don't talk about on TV. You know, that, that part of the flu that has mutated into something more, like, even if you got the vaccine, which they give you a little bit of the virus so your body can fight it, chances are it'll evolve into that super flu. Like, which is another reason why I'm not vaccinated this year. Wasn't vaccinated last year either, because basically they just didn't even, no, no, wait, 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 no, take it back. Yeah, it was, it was. I'm just not vaccinated this year. And I'm still uh, questioning, uh, I'm questioning myself about it on that other hand. And then, of course, you know, like I said, allergy seasons, that's just around the corner. So I can't wait for all that stuff to just come together. I remember the last time I got really, really sick. Man, that was a pain in the ass. And I think it was walking flu or something like that, because I couldn't sleep either. I had to sit up in the corner in an incline, drain all my, drain my nose and crap out the whole time. And then when you try to sleep, you can still hear like all that stuff pulsating around in you. It's, it wasn't fun, man. Of course, you know, with that issue mixed with this coronavirus stuff, and you see like a lot of the articles are running with it right now. You know, they're not even talking about it being in Wuhan. They're talking about it being all around the world. Like some of it's in the Middle East. Some of it's in Japan. Uh, people barred from leaving home. Lots and lots of, um, you know, lots and lots of containment. But here's the thing. Where is the study for the cure? Like, where is the cure to kind of alleviate our pain on this issue? Because right off the bat, they're saying, like, it'll it'll spread widely. It, it'll probably come. Um, um, It's severe. And they said it could become cold and flu and COVID-19 season. See, the Atlantic is running with this. And I'm reading it right now. But I'm just saying, like, you know... A lot of people are are already scared enough. I mean, they're scared of multiple things, man. And you'll notice this as you walk around through life. People are highly paranoid. 
because one, they're afraid of going to war, which is another way to kind of beat the population down into submission. And then they're afraid of the plague coming. And now we have a plague, (laughs) multiple plagues. And you see, the thing about it is with me, well, part of me is thinking this, why am I running away from the knife, man? I'm going to die someday anyway. It's just like much, much like anybody else around here. And I've been brave and ate Chinese food during this, during the start of the outbreak, because guess what? You know, they don't have the virus. And then before you say, how do you know, Jay? It's like this. That's the thing. How do I know? Because they're not wearing masks and they're not coughing all over into the food and all that kind of stuff. And they're not selling the bat soup that allegedly it came from. So, yeah, that's how I know. And and not only that, you'll realize that viruses spread because of human contact. Now, some of y'all would just wash your damn hands and actually clean up after yourselves and be aware of like when you sneeze and cough and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Maybe we wouldn't do transferences like we do. But we do it. And you see, because people are nasty and because people don't wash their hands, it's it's any wonder that you're not even dead at this point. You know? But I can see it now, you know, eventually there's going to be, these things will probably build on to each other. And, you know, whereas we'll have that post-apocalyptic future where you'll see everybody all pale or falling apart, got scars, looking like zombies and crap. <laughs> because that's just where we're heading at. And a lot of people are anticipating it because nothing has aggravated all this stuff yet. I figure with the super flu, the coronavirus, um, not allergies, though we could go ahead and throw that in there, uh, mixed in with other ailments of sorts that we have not cured yet, uh, presumably uh, anything STD because we all haven't stopped doing the do yet. Um, Not safely, that is. All that stuff mixed in, eventually they're all going to counter each other out. But I'm wondering this, if we all manage to get all those things... And they all cancel out. Well, eventually we'll get superpowers and then eventually become in a real cluster fudge of a war where we all start competing with each other to talk about how effective we are. Of course, I'm kidding on that. I hope I am because some people really revel into that idea. But um, the thing is, it's just like much like anything else. It's not a time to panic, man. I mean, it's a virus. And the thing about it is, if you figure that a virus is already in one area... You're going to have to think that it's already in five different areas, and then eventually it might be in your home country, which I'm not surprised of because we keep going to those countries. Not that it's a bad thing or anything, but it's like you have to be aware of when you go there. Like, have you got, have you received your shots when you go to travel? Or do you know how dirty the environment you're going to? Because, see, that's somebody's job when you're coming in, coming out, and all like, I remember, see, this is where sometimes you got to be like, oh, well, we can always regulate. We can always see where we go from here. I mean, I remember they detained like 14 people that just came back from traveling. The thing is, is that they can't go anywhere and interact with anybody, as far as I know. Some of them are, um, some of them tested negative, but a lot of them still tested positive, I think. So, as I'm looking at it right now, they said they're not, um... I said that they were not allowed to test people that they have been in contact with or all this other stuff. Looking at the CDC site right now. It's still it's still new, but they said, how does the spread happen? They said people are thought to be the most contagious when they are the most symptomatic, the sickest. So I said some might spread some spread might be possible as people show symptoms. And there's been reports of this. So 
And it, it says it varies amongst people. They really don't know how this gets around. And they said it's spreading easily and sustainable in Hubei province and other parts of China. And the United States spread from person to person occurred only among a few close contacts and has not spread any further to date. Of course, this is just being updated now because it's been last reviewed on the 17th of 2020. It's 27 now. What, what, what the hell? Huh. Okay. Well, let's see about some symptoms, huh? Okay. Well, here's how the symptom goes. They say they go from mild symptoms to severe death and illness, and they say it includes fever, cough, shortness of breath. And they say at this time, the symptoms of it may appear in as two days or as long as 14 days after exposure. This is based on what's seen in the incubation period of MERS COVID viruses. Of course, you know, like, it's older brothers with SARS and MERS, wasn't it? So, like, what was going to tell you that it wasn't going to come back in some sort of shape or form? And then let's see, prevention and treatment... There is currently no vaccine. The best way is to avoid being exposed to the virus. Okay. Everyday preventative action. So avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Yep, a lot of you don't do it. Stay home at when you're sick. Cover your cough with a sneeze or a tissue. Throw a tissue in the trash. Clean and disinfect frequent touch objects, surfaces. Using regular household cleaning spray or wipe. Go ahead and get the Mr. Clean out the back. Let's see. Follow the CDC's recommendation for wearing a face mask. Does not recommend people who are well to wear a face mask to protect themselves from respiratory diseases, including COVID-19. See, face masks show, like, the symptoms of it to prevent this care of disease for other. Use face masks is also crucial for health workers or people taking care of someone in close settings. Makes perfect sense. And like I said earlier, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, especially after going to the bathroom. Some of y'all are still nasty. Uh, before eating and then after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If they're not available, use your hand sanitizer. Okay, and then of course they got the information for travel, and I'll put the link at the bottom of this, like when I when I get a chance that way, so you're aware of what to do. And among other things, you know, here's the number one thing: don't panic. We'll get through this one. Though at the same time, there's going to be some uh, casualties involved, and there's going to be uh, you know representatives of what happens when you're too late. I think the doctor that even. I think one of the doctors that even identified this thing is no longer with us because of it. So it, it it's just um it's just a very interesting time. You know, it's only February and deep down I, I, I can't help but say this, but twenty twenty is a rat bastard, isn't it? You know? It it really is. Like a lot of weird stuff has happened. The months are just dragging, man. I'm ready to go. I was like, yo, May's around the corner. About to graduate, got to see my nephew get married, got things to, you know, enjoy. Hell, try to go ahead and make some, uh, some, you know, make some big goals happen. And um, some of those is, is try to get up out of this uh, state, you know, going ahead and uh, either go up north or go west. And I think going west might be a big plan. Of course, you know, at the end of the day, I do need to look at Atlanta, Georgia. But I think going west will be fine. Just go ahead and do what I got to do. Make a few good movies. Retire, come on back, write books. No, I'll still be doing J360 Productions. Don't get it, don't get it twisted, man. I'm not giving this up. As a matter of fact, speaking of which, the people that'll still be here, they'll still work for me, so we'll find a way. Technology's still great, right? So, ain't nothing to worry about. But I'm just like, I'm just looking at this stuff right here, man. 
No, that's wow. That's not even uh, that's not even coronavirus. That's AIDS. Well, let me move to the next one, which that needs a cure too. But you know, some people say like they have cures for this stuff, but they just don't want to share it with the common people because they feel the elitists need to get it first. Now, here's the thing. I like 2012 the movie as much as the next people out there. Well, at least the beginnings of it. The other part of it kind of sucked. But you think that really will happen? That, you know, there will be this huge super virus that comes in, wipes out, um, let's say, like 50 to 75% of the population or so, and the elitists had the cure the whole time and they didn't want to share it with nobody? If you say yeah, keep in mind... You might not be too far off because there's a lot of things that they don't want to really share with us. And I think that's pretty sick because you would figure if you really want to stay on top, if you own a business or so, and I mean a very successful, lucrative business, a pun business as that is, you would think that you would think that you would keep sharing the thing to actually be provide salvation to people. So that they can keep on investing in you, right? Instead of just trying to wipe them out. I don't know. It's just one of them kind of things that, that I find interesting sometimes. Okay, I'm just having a super villain moment. Let me let me just have my moment. You know? Because deep down I want everybody to survive. I would like that stuff to go away. I'd like to actually enjoy a day without hearing about people panicking and saying that, oh my god, we're all gonna die. Yeah, eventually, but look, not 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 like this. You know? Or I hope not like this. Because I mean eventually there's gonna be some more controversy that pops up on the mainstream media radar or who's dating who or what about a movie that did not make it to certain areas or wasn't so successful that will blindside all this stuff. And then our attention will be on our selfish wants instead of things that we need to be aware of, you know, like taking care of the earth. What happened to that? Huh? Where's little Greta at? Oh wait, little Greta managed to make it 18. So they don't want to work with that anymore. Like where, where, where's all this stuff about like, you know, trying to be healthier, you know, where, where's all these things about the important things. But then again, it ain't really important to them unless uh, people are, you know, getting those clicks in and stuff. And I have room to talk, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm running this, so I need to be aware of that situation. But speaking of other scumbag things that happen around here, uh, let's see. Harvey Weinstein just got sentenced. I know that he had five charges put against him, and then he got two charges that he managed to get caught from. Now, I'm wondering, is it a very hollow victory or... Let's see. Let, let's see. What is the verdict on Mr. Weinstein? Okay, so he uh, guilty verdict. Okay, two of the two of the five. So he's going to a minimum security prison sentence of five years and a maximum up to twenty five years. And he's still walking around with that walker. Look at him go, man. God, it's like he's. He and then they say he's flabbergasted by the verdict. Well, I, I mean, what what else could you think, man? The guy was a the guy was a movie mogul, yes, but he was also a predatory uh, rapist. And doing, and even though he's acquitted of two charges, though the predatory sexual assault. So it, it's amazing that he's convicted of rape and criminal sexual assault. 
because six women that actually testified against him, and that's just minimum, because you got to figure there's more of them. So now you see that he was acquitted of the two serious charges. Well, at least in a way they got him, but still, it's like I don't, I don't know. That's just um, that should should have got him to the rigors on that. Now I'm wondering, you think he's gonna make it out of jail, okay, or you think he's gonna get out the minimum of five years? Because it, it it'll make you wonder. Of course, you know, he still faces separate charges in Los Angeles. And let's see, this is, uh, let's see, the verdict in Manhattan will most likely help the case in California. So they're not done with him entirely yet, but at, at least, at least we managed to get a monster taken down. I'd hope. But I also know, like, um, there's still several more of them out there. And I'm wondering if they actually made a documentary on this guy when they brought him down. You know what I'm saying? Like, are all these women going to talk about that? Similar, like how they keep talking about R. Kelly, or any other, uh, or any other uh, African American um, content creator or whatever. Because I remember this, like, it wasn't nobody really, wasn't nobody really running a gambit talking about certain, um, certain people. However, if it's somebody like Michael Jackson, who is not alive to defend himself, by the way, oh, they were happily running him through the rigors. But when this guy kicks the bucket or whatever. Are they going to be doing the same scrutiny? I mean, you know, after all, we are all on that equality kick. I mean, at the end of the day, these scumbags out here like Brett Ratner, I mean, what about them? You know? It's just, uh, among other things, man. It's just a hive over there. A lot of scumbags. And, of course, this guy's going down. And then there's the whole Roger Stone sentencing. Let's see. Because we must heart these people. Because for some reason, uh, it seems like people have a hard time doing the right thing. Especially when it comes to, like, um, let's see, Stone Judge under pressure over calls for new trial. Now there's a new trial that they're trying to call for. And now they're saying that they need to rein in prosecutorial abuse. Well, I guess with old Trump still still coming up in there and arguing with people and they're afraid to uh, deal with him right now. They're not doing the right thing. So... All right, and he's sentenced to more than three years in prison. More than three years? Yeah, you know what? This is this is sad. Oh, he, he went to George Washington University. Actually, never mind, never mind. He's still convicted, though, as far as we know, but he won't see as much time, like, say, like, if you and I did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? This guy's a joke anyway. Mm-mm-mm. But you see, some, to some people, though, he'll be seen as a hero. Some people will look at him as a... I cannot wait for that propaganda BS. Once they start talking about this case here, they'll be like, you know, he was an innocent man. He was really passionate about what he did. He wanted to get Trump into office, and he did. And not only that, he has a tattoo of Nixon on his back. Yeah, how sane is he, man? When you're somebody that has a tattoo of of Richard Milhouse Nixon on your back, yeah, you, you can't just take it seriously. And then even as I look at it, it's like, oh, this is a shame. Oh, damn, thing's a joke right now. Like, are there any real rational people anymore involved in this stuff? Or is everybody just sitting there just trying to showcase that career politician standing? You know? It's, it's to a point, man. And it gets over... But you know what, though? 
I know a lot of people try to say this. They throw race in there and say, well, Jay, you know, it's because of white people. Okay. Okay, you're not entirely wrong. But let me just be honest with you. There's black people around here that ain't about the black race either. They sit right there. Oh, yeah, Black History Month. They'll go ahead and they'll run that PR thing. They'll, they'll tell you, yeah, we're all about it. We're all about it. But then when it comes to actual work getting done, they'll look at you and be like, oh, I don't know you, Negro. Get out of my sight. Oh, I ain't going to deal with that. Uh, I don't have to. You know, I got my money. Yeah, you see it all the time, man. Like when you're trying to build up your community to get people involved or you're trying to go ahead and work on something that, you know, like, say, like, if you're trying to be the next Tyler Perry or whatever because he inspired you, but then he'll look at you. And if he's not being like, oh, uh, you don't have to do what I do. Uh, here, you can go do something else. Because he's afraid of competition or you got some other people who claim that they're leaders of a community. But at best, they got attention and they made it because people believed in them, actually. And then they sit up there at that ivory tower so good and expect to be on a pedestal in everybody's house. And you see, the weirdest thing is because of those ego strokes and because of that, you know, dick measuring. They're so afraid of even trying to work with people and stuff. And then you sit there and you're wondering, gee, uh, hey, man, I thought you were talking about everybody making it. Why are you putting the stop gates up on somebody else? You know why? Because they're jealous scumbags. And at the end of the day, you start seeing for all you other minorities out there. Think about this, right? Just because they're called leaders doesn't mean they always are. Like, you look at Oprah. Oprah, they say this, say, Oprah is a black leader. Oprah, at best, is a leading black. She's got money. That's all I got to say. She's got money. But, you know, how come she didn't use some of that money to help clean up areas like Chicago? Or to help provide, you know, better education? Or how come she's after she was after a dead man's legacy and tried to tarnish that not too long ago? And she was good friends with Weinstein and Trump. So, once again, you know, it's one of them kind of things where you sit there and you look at it like this. Just because they get all that attention and all that media glitz and glamour and all that stuff right there, at the end of the day, when the cameras are off, she ain't no different than you or me. All that stuff, all that fancy BS and crap, it, <laughs> no. And then you'll see, like, certain career politicians. Oh, yeah, they tell you they're doing the right thing. And they'll go ahead and they'll be on that PR stand. And they'll show you their platform. But as soon as they get that job, though, then the real person comes out. And then, like, right now, you're looking at Bernie Sanders. And you're feeling the burn again. I know I am. I, I like seeing old Bernie on, on TV. But, you know, some of the things that he's promising seem kind of outlandish. And when you start doing the research behind it, you're like, Somebody's going to be paying for this. It's going to probably be somebody that really works hard that's going to have to pay for it. And it sucks. It sucks, man. Not a good thing. But it sucks. Because, <sighs> I mean, like, I don't know. Medicare for all. Is it... Pro- is it, it'll be, it could be possible in years to come, but I don't think it'll be in my lifetime. Um... He's got AOC in his cabinet as his running mate, which is a hit or miss, maybe. It might be good. It might be essential. It It is what it is. It's just one of those kind of things you just look at and you're like, huh. Okay, well, we'll see where we go from here on that. And then you look over at 
any of the other Democrats on there, you can see who has an agenda-driven uh, idea. And then you can see, like, who's just trying to go up in there. And then you also have the ones, the t the two billionaires, Tom Strayer and uh, Mike Bloomberg. And then I look at Bloomberg and I'm like, man, I don't agree with nothing he has to say right now. <laughs> I mean, he's just running around here buying ad space. And at the same time, you'll see he has no policy. He doesn't live in the real world any more than Trump does. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he's a self-made billionaire, right? So... You know, all with the media stuff that he has and all the things he invests in. But at the end of the day, I don't look at these people and look at their dollar signs. I look at them and say, okay, so what are you going to do for the people? How are you going to get us where we need to be? Or how are you going to bring things back into balance? Are you going to pay the trillion dollars of debt that we have to China? Or are you going to just hope for them to, you know, be wiped out by this coronavirus and you ain't got to pay nothing? You know, people, people are something else. And even as I say that, it's not my agenda. But you can kind of think that it's an underlying agenda there because, see, some people are that nasty. So, wow, where do I go from there? <laughs> that was a little bleak. Uh, but, you know, just much like anything else, it's just a rat. 2020 is a rat bastard. And it's only been February. It still is February, which March would hurry the hell up. I'm trying to get the hell out of Wom U, man. So I can go ahead and uh, do my thing. Of course, at the end of the day, nothing stopped me from writing a movie now. But, much like anything else, I gotta get on out of here, though. So, um, episode 140 is in the bag, y'all. And I'll be back with episode 141 next week. You are gonna have a special presentation uh, this Friday, because I've been working on it today. There's a reason why I overslept, in addition to uh, spending time with the parents. <laughs> so, you guys just wait until then. Let's see. Well, let's just try to say Friday night at 7, maybe. Yeah, we'll go from there. All right. So until then, this is the J-Man signing off. You all take it easy. And don't live in fear. Peace.